The Truckers Freedom Convoy 2022 is headed for Ottawa. The planned arrival date is the 28th of January and the kickoff events are aimed for the 29th of January. What is this all about? Canadians have watched their freedoms and their rights erode and their financial security evaporate since Justin Trudeau was elected in 2015. Carbon taxes, combined with massive overspending and debt, have driven Canadians to the wall. Elected again in 2021, with only 20% of registered voters actually supporting him, Justin Trudeau is Prime Minister for yet another four years. The other 80% of Canadians have been forced into silence and submission. There is, of course, no effective opposition party in the Canadian Parliament to address any of this. The Conservative Party, under Aaron O'Toole, supports the carbon tax. They support the gun grab. They ran in the last election on a national vaccine mandate. And the party is both globalist and Islamist in its orientation. It is liberal light, Trudeau, but without the nice hair. If you do not believe me, if you do not think the Conservative Party opposition is useless, then I have a question for you. Riddle me this one. Two years into this pandemic mess, who is the Conservative Party Member of Parliament who is the Shadow Minister for Health? In other words, who is the health critic in the Conservative Party? Can you name him? Have you ever heard his name before? Do you know anything about him? No, you don't. And that's because he never says anything useful. The Conservative Shadow Minister for Health, by the way, is Luke Berthold. I'd never heard of him. It's interesting to note that he has 3,300 followers on Twitter, and he's the Shadow Minister for Health in the middle of a pandemic. I'm no one, and I have five times as many followers as he has. That's not really funny. As for the New Democratic Party under Jagmeet Singh, the news is even worse. The New Democratic Party was formerly the party of labor. It stood up for people like the working class, folks in manufacturing and truck drivers. However, the NDP has long since been taken over by urban elites. Like the Liberal Party, they've become globalists and progressives who are more worried about the plight of Palestinians than they are about the plight of Canadian workers or truck drivers. Jagmeet Singh, the leader of the NDP, has supported Prime Minister Trudeau at every critical juncture since he's been head of the NDP. So wh where is Trudeau going with all of this right now and why do Canadians need to speak out? Why is this freedom convoy so important? is a counter-terrorism and national security expert with over 30 years of practical intelligence and military experience. A former senior fellow at S. Rajaratnam School of International Studies at the Nanyang Technological University, Singapore, he has 30 plus years of practical intelligence experience in a variety of positions, including the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the Bank of Canada, Canadian Armed Forces, United Nations Protection Force in Yugoslavia, Citizenship and Immigration Canada, War Crimes, International War Crimes Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia, The Hague, Privy Council Office of Canada. And in addition, Tom was a qualified arms control inspector for the conventional forces in the Europe Treaty and the Vienna Document. Thomas Quiggan is a court-qualified expert on terrorism, the criminal court and the federal court. 
and intelligence collection as evidence. Considered one of the leading experts in his field, Tom Quiggan has testified on multiple occasions to the Canadian Senate, the Canadian House of Commons committees, as well as the Royal Commission Air India inquiry of 2007, and provided testimony to the Special Senate Committee on Anti-Terrorism in 2010, and if you can believe it, much, much more. Tom Quiggan's book, Submission, The Danger of Political Islam to Canada, with a warning to America, it is a must read to understand the current status of jihadist activity in the US and Canada. Hop on to Amazon and search for Submission, the danger of political Islam to Canada with a warning to America to get your book today. And while you're online, please give the podcast a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Play. And follow us, of course, on our social networks. And thank you to our growing number of listeners and supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. The aim of Justin Trudeau and many of his uh, confreres in the Liberal Party is to turn Canada from being a sovereign state with Canadian values into a post-sovereign or a post-national state. In Trudeau's world, we would be governed according to progressive or globalist values. These values, as expressed through the World Economic Forum or the United Nations Agenda 2030, are essentially a fusion of communism, fascism, and elitism. The World Economic Forum, for instance, wants a great reset. Their leader, Klaus Schwab, has explicitly stated this in his book, which has the rather bizarre title, COVID-19 and the Great Reset. Trudeau supports the Great Reset, and he says so on his own Prime Minister's office website. Finance Minister, and by the way, Deputy Prime Minister Christy Freeland, is on the Board of Trustees for the World Economic Forum. Minister Hajdu, formerly the Health Minister and now Minister for Indigenous Affairs, is a featured speaker at the World Economic Forum. Forum. If Native Canadians think their position in Canada is under attack, it is. That's because the Minister for Indigenous Affairs is in fact a committed globalist. So that's where that is with the World Economic Forum. By the way, you might remember one of their earlier statements that got a bit of focus in even a bit of the mainstream media. One of their folks said, it's 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. What did they mean by that? Well, what they meant is they're openly socialist. They openly are against private property. And they're telling you that once you lose all your private property, you're going to be happy. With all of this going on, something interesting may be happening now. Finally, after six years, there is a spark. Freedom Convoy 2022 is ostensibly about getting the vaccine mandate against truckers removed, as well as all other pandemic-related mandates removed as well. It seems they're getting a huge amount of support from Canadians across the country. Their GoFundMe account, which had a modest objective of raising a few tens of thousands of dollars, has blown past a million and a half dollars and will likely pass two million within a couple of days. In other words, this is a growing movement and it's spreading right across the country. This is the first time 
since the election of Justin Trudeau six years ago that we're seeing an organized voice of opposition actually forming up and acting out against the oppressive policies of Justin Trudeau, his Liberal Party, and the globalist elites. What sort of issue should we be thinking about as this is all going on? Well, the immediate issue is, of course, the supply chain. The supply chain has been trouble for years, well before the pandemic started. Anyone who works in the Class 8 trucking industry knows that a continuing series of rules, regulations, and increasing costs, and the shortage of quality spare parts for trucks has been going on well before the pandemic. Anyone in the Class 8 trucking industry also knows the supply chain is highly vulnerable. So what do we see Omar Algebra and Justin Trudeau and other Canadian leaders in the Liberal Party doing? They're attacking the supply chain at a time when it is already in a critical mess. So instead of doing this sort of thing, what is being said is the economy needs to be open. The pandemic mandates and the lockdowns need to be gone. Someone in government needs to be fired for this mess as well in order to send a message to everybody else that things need to change. My suggestion for the first person to be fired would be Transport Minister Omar al Gabra. He should be removed and sent to the back benches. He's responsible for the mess at the airports, for the cross-border vaccine mandates, and for the ever-changing series of confusing policies about who does and doesn't require a vaccine mandate as you do or do not cross the border as a truck driver. He's also, of course, responsible for much of the supply chain. His slavish support of Trudeau's progressivism has rendered him an obstacle to transport and not an asset. Folks in Ontario, of course, will remember Omar Algebra from his earlier days, back when he used to support Sharia law in Ontario, and his earlier statements about Hamas and Hezbollah not being terrorist groups. In short, globalism needs to be stopped. The border needs to be secured. Canada must have a Canadian first policy, especially now that the country is almost financially destitute after six years of Justin Trudeau. The Freedom Convoy 2022 will, in my opinion, turn out to be one of two things. It may turn out to be the last gasp for freedom in Canada. It may fail, and then the path ahead for Canada will be a one-party democracy run by and for the Liberal Party, Justin Trudeau, and the Globalists. On the other hand, Freedom Convoy 2022 may turn out to be the first step in Canada in over six years where the voices of 80% of Canadians who believe in hard work, reliability, independence, freedom of speech, democracy, and stability will have their voices actually heard. This may be the first time in years when Canadians demand that the well-being of a sovereign Canada is more important than the World Economic Forum, the IMF, or the United Nations. One last thought here, something interesting is happening. Police forces in Canada, particularly those in Ontario, are going to be faced with a dilemma this coming couple of weeks. Do they support freedom of speech? Do they support the Constitution? Do they support the people? Do they support freedom of movement? Do they support the right to protest? Do they support the right of freedom of association? Or, alternatively, as some senior officers are already saying, will they think that their job is to support Justin Trudeau and shield his government from criticism and opposition? Clearly, the head of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police already fits into that category.
If police forces over the next couple of weeks decide to support the Freedom Convoy and assist them in their freedom of movement exercise, this could go a long way in rebuilding support for police in Canada. It is also clear to anyone who's had their eyes open that police forces have lost a lot of ground during the pandemic due to their, shall we say, rather dodgy behavior. This is a chance for them. It's about restitution. It's about rebuilding. It's about regaining the trust of Canadians. Alternatively, if police forces turn out to support Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party in this event, it may take them forever to get away from the stereotyping as having become the Stats Polisi, the state police. Let us hope that the best is coming this weekend. Let us hope that the flames of freedom will spread across Canada. And let us hope that the flames of freedom may grow stronger after Freedom Convoy 2022. If you'd like to make a comment or respond to the Quiggan Report in any way, please reach out to us too at Quiggan Report on Twitter, Facebook, Minds. Also, feel free to send us an email to info at Look forward to hearing from you.